0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, August 3rd, 2007. I'm Caleb Brown. U.S. Attorney General Alberto Gonzalez is under fire, to be sure. But in seeking his dismissal, is Congress lobbying the best arguments against Gonzalez? Tim Lynch is the director of the Cato Institute's Project on Criminal Justice. He says criticisms of Gonzalez have become too political says Congress should instead be focused on the several obvious and egregious violations of the Constitution perpetrated by the Bush administration, advised and assisted by Alberto Gonzalez. Nonetheless, he says there are plenty of good reasons for Alberto Gonzalez to go.
1: Why has Congress chosen this moment to try to seek some sort of uh, punishment against Alberto Gonzalez, given all of the things that he's been involved in with the White House over the years, both as general counsel and as attorney general.
2: Members of Congress have been unhappy with Alberto Gonzalez for some time. They have been uh, criticizing him, but it seems with the firing of the U.S. attorneys They have kind of smelled some blood in the water, and so they are continuing to pound him on that issue and also go after him on the eavesdropping case. So they're coming at him from a variety of angles, but I think they're spending a little bit too much time on the politics, some political matters involving who should be a U.S. attorney, why people were discharged, and so forth. We really have a whole litany of constitutional problems with this administration. I think the Democrats are spending a little bit too much time on the political aspects rather than some of the very serious constitutional transgressions that uh, Alberto Gonzalez
1: has led this administration into. Alberto Gonzalez, when White House counsel was a big supporter of these signing statements that the president has uh, executed on several occasions, why hasn't that gotten more public display? I don't know. I wish there was more attention uh, paid to those uh,
2: events. Uh, there were two in particular that I think are the worst. When President Bush signed the campaign finance legislation, this is something that the president said previously that he thought was unconstitutional. And actually, as he was signing the legislation into law, he also as- attached like one of these signing statements. And in the signing statements, he said there were constitutional problems with the law that he had just signed it's one of the most blatant examples of a president violating his constitutional oath and bush himself probably had reservations about it and we can only assume that uh, alberto gonzalez as white house counsel at the time assured him that it was somehow okay but it was actually one of the most blatant uh, examples of an unconstitutional action by by a president. Another one is a uh, after the Abu Ghraib scandal uh, uh, was revealed, Congress passed a law prohibiting mistreatment, cruel and unusual punishment on prisoners in the war on terror, and this is another bill that uh, the president was resisting. They wanted to have a loophole for CIA personnel, and they resisted this for a long time, and Congress wasn't going to give the administration that loophole. And then again, we find out that President Bush signed the bill into law, but then he attached one of these signing statements and said, I'm going to interpret this law as consistent with my powers as commander-in-chief. And everybody interpreted this as, uh, you know, he, he could go around this law whenever he chose to do so. So he's getting very, very
1: bad advice from Alberto Gonzalez. When you talk about loopholes, it seems that the Bush administration was really seeking a loophole in consistently denying that they needed any type of congressional authority to go to war in Iraq, saying that they still had authority back from 1991. Is that in play at all anymore?
2: Well, it's in the background. I mean, instance after instance, uh, this administration has argued for expansive interpretations of executive power. And they've basically said that they do not need any congressional authorization in order for the country to go to war. And Alberto Gonzalez tried to rely on this past resolution, past congressional congressional resolution that authorized the first 1991 Gulf War, and he said President Bush doesn't need any further authorization to attack Iraq uh, again because of this resolution 10 years ago. And this is really a ludicrous argument. It basically means that a future president could attack Japan or Germany because Congress had authorized our entry into World War II. Again, it's just another example of Gonzalez giving the president bad advice and then pushing this incredible vision of of executive power that basically comes down to the fact that they are saying that the president can do basically anything when the country is at war, and then the president can also decide when we're going to war or when a war ends. It's really coming close to saying uh, what President Nixon said, that, you know, the president is... When president makes a decision, that means he's above the law. And uh, there should be more outrage on Capitol Hill about these assertions of executive power rather than trying to find out whether Carl Rove talked to anybody about uh, the performance of some
0: U.S. attorney. That's Tim Lynch, director of the Cato Institute's project on criminal justice. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. Send any comments to cbrown at cato.org.